here we are in the place to be i am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist amanda seals shout out to dj nails across the way what's good with you in the building baby taco tuesday and let me tell you yesterday i think that storm that ended up hitting you over the weekend ended up hitting us we had the tornado alarms going off and everything the windows were shaking my sliding glass door was like boom. i was like damn <laughs> i don't like it i don't want it that sounds like a house gonna land in your backyard with a witch under it that's what that sounds like <laughs> wizard of oz <laughs> i don't want no parts of that that sounds crazy and it feels like people aren't realizing i don't know i know y'all like okay this might be like far-fetched but there's just so much extreme crazy happening i'm just like is is it it's like our energy is creating like crazy in the weather like i feel like mm-hmm. the crazy like i how do i put this i know i sound like a little crazy but like we're humans we're combustible we give off energy there are so many like terrible people right now that are getting the opportunity to like freely live in their dark shadiness and it's like affecting the actual energy that we're in in a way that I feel like is affecting the weather. I know some of y'all are like, oh, she wow, she wilding right now. But I'm telling you, y'all, I'm tapped in. I'm tapped in. It's just, mm, start meditating. Get your crystals out, y'all. Get your crystals out. Speaking about, it's out, it's come out in our Black Year News how COVID may have possibly come to pass is that true yeah well they're saying it was a lab leak mostly origin of COVID-19 pandemic they're saying an energy department is the people who did this investigation and there's somebody else who agrees with them we'll talk about that this hour mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about where that lab leak was what else Charles Barkley <laughs> notice I tried to change my voice Charles Barkley is allegedly in talks with CNN to host a primetime show with Gail King who would have thought of this in 2023 None of that interests me, um, but I'm sure. But Nails, you you seem to like this idea, and so it's, and it's not. It's no shade to Gail King. It's just I have my my stuff with Charles Barkley. But I would love to hear your take on it when we come back to that story. DJ Nails, also uh, Drake, formerly known as Aubrey Graham, formerly known as Wheelchair Jimmy, wants to exit gracefully from the music industry. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he wants to chunk up the deuce. Do we think he's going to do it? We're going to tell you our thoughts. Also, we're going to feature our Black Inventor for our final They Did That segment for Black History Month. So that's what we got going on this first hour of the show. Stick around with us. We're going to stay here doing the dang thing. And you all know that you can check us out on social media at Seal Set It and drop a line. You can also drop a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. I am here to bring you all some laughs and some facts and I'm joined by DJ Nails. And we've got some some stories. This is this is a big one right here. This is a hot take. This is a yeah. hot one. 
But it feels like some of us already knew this right here, right? The U.S. Energy Department, they provided a conclusion to the White House saying that the origins of COVID-19 alongside the FBI, they all agree that COVID-19 was the result of a lab leak in Wuhan, China. Is this a surprise I mean- to you? I won't say that it's a surprise to me. I think it was always an option. I mean, listen, we also had people that were like, it's the bats. It's yep. the bats. People were eating the bats. You know, then you have folks that are like, oh, this was a planned like chemical warfare situation. Not chemical warfare situation, but, you know, a um, I don't know why I'm missing the words, but it's like scientific warfare, et cetera. So mm-hmm. I think there's a number of issues that, not issues. There's a number of ideas that people had around what could what it could be. Now, the thing about this is that it may explain that this is how it leaked, but it doesn't explain why it mm. leaked, right? Was this accidental? Was this accidentally on purpose? Et cetera. You know what I'm saying? So there's still a bit more investigation that I feel like needs to be revealed to the people. In the meantime, in between time, this does draw the pandemic completely back to China. And I hope that that does not incite more Asian violence because we saw a rise in that when it initially came from this thought process, right? Like we saw Mm -hmm. a rise in violence against Asian folks when the former president was making it his business to incite violence against Asian folks by saying, oh, this is the China virus. Mm. He really is the worst. He is the worst. (laughs) Someone told me I was obsessed with him the other day and I was like, no, 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 no. It's not obsession. It is a dedication to keeping all of us aware and abreast of the fact that he is not gone and not to get too comfortable. (laughs) For real, for real. (laughs) Because 2024 is right around the corner. Yep, exactly. What's the next story? What we got? Oh, man. I, I kind of like this story. When I heard this news, Charles Barkley allegedly in talks with CNN to host a new primetime show alongside Gail King. And there's nothing set in stone right now, but he said he's really considering it all because of his respect for Gail King. And he even said um, he wants to help in any way possible at CNN because he says, quote unquote, it's an ish show over there with their ratings being so low. But I could actually see this working. Why? Because of his ignorance and her always trying to check him with facts. I mean, but I'm just wondering, like, where does a show like this live in a CNN landscape that's supposed to be about, like, informing folks? I would never go to Charles Barkley for information (laughs) about anything other than a layup or a jump shot. Which it might it might end up pointing us in the direction of where they're trying to go in their prime time, like their late night hours. Instead of being a news station, be like Fox and just give opinion and not the facts. And that to me is very disconcerting because that is absolutely 100 percent the problem. And I mean, Fox doesn't even give opinion. They just give lies. It's one thing to give an opinion and say, this is my opinion about the facts. They just lie flat out. And as we've seen with the story that's come out with the discovery um, in process of the Dominion defamation lawsuit, we see that they know full well that they're lying and they still lie anyway. My concern with this is that we're seeing them try and push Don Lemon out. We saw Chris Cuomo fired. He deserved to get fired. Don't get me wrong. But he was somebody who was there and was speaking from a more liberal point of view. And now we're seeing that they're definitely trying to go in a more right wing way. And Charles Barkley has definitely been a conservative voice for quite some time. And I just feel like this is a scenario where the boomers put a black man in a position to spew conservative rhetoric and rock folks to sleep because they're looking at him like, oh, he's a brother and he agrees with them. So what's wrong? And I think that's just a part of the brainwashing that's going on. And we see CNN going in a direction that is further and further away from an unbiased news source. That's fact. So 
That's, That's my thoughts on that. Hate to rain on the parade, <laughs> but rain, rain. You can't stop the rain. Oh, classic. What do you guys think? one 855 amanda 8 Am I overreacting, y'all? Am I bugging? Do I need to go softer on Charles? Let me know. Hit me up. Now, coming up next, I guess right now I'm talking kind of like Drake sings and... Dropping down a couple options. Drake is considering a major... <laughs> Move in the music industry. We'll bring this story down. Coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, we got some Drake, like a Drake music story, which I feel like, honestly, Nails, I haven't heard a Drake music story in a while. I feel like it's always like about a relationship or yeah. some other type <laughs> <Really>? of situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, is he giving out a gas? Yeah, he may be. He had a chat with Lil Yachty on his Future Mood, a moody conversation interview, and Drake revealed that he's been thinking about ending his rap career. Listen to this. I feel like I'm kind of introducing the concept in my mind of a of a graceful exit. I feel like a lot of people that I've watched as the years have gone on, it's a really addictive, competitive space. And oftentimes you're like addicted to the to the competition itself. And so, you know, you'll you'll like sometimes it'll baffle you like why are these people still making attempts at trying to be present in the space? And then you'll realize like they they probably their their needs and desires and their soul was probably fed for so long off of being a guy or the guy that they can't let it go. Uh, I mean, uh, that's <laughs> what do you feel? Uh, that whole big blue cap emoji. I don't think Drake will gracefully bow out from hip hop. I mean, what's he going to do? He's already been in Hollywood. Like, what, what is he going to do? You know what? I think the reason why people start feeling this way is because like the business ends up overpowering the art. And so you do need to like take a step back and then you end up falling back in love with the art again. And then you find your way back. I mean, look how many times Jay-Z has said, I'm retiring, I'm retiring, I'm retiring. But they ended up coming back, you know, because once you're in the space of commerce and creativity, it gets really cloudy. And it's like, oh, this isn't really what I came here for. So I think it's just a phase. But, you know, the bowing out of things like. We become artists essentially because that's like what we love to do, not because it's our job. So you don't really ever truly retire. I don't feel like you just may take breaks or you may take a distance from it and it's still in you. I don't think it just goes away. So we'll see. I am somebody who, you know, I think Drake has a a corniness about him, like in the world as a human, but musically I'm a Drake fan. Yeah. And and let's be honest. A lot of people complain about Drake being out and about right now, but we will miss him when he decides to hang it up and not make any songs anymore. Listen, I mean, and then there's people who are like, you know, he's got to get some more ghostwriters. Like, that's the other thing, too. It's like you got to <laughs> switch up who you're collaborating with in order to get a fresh new sound. So, listen, the ghostwriting thing, and I'm not even saying that with shade. That's just like a common thing that folks be doing now. So it is what it is. All right. Well, what do you guys think? Will Drake ever bow out? Do you think he would ever just hang up the mic and 
do something else. You know, he started out in Hollywood on De- well in Canada Wood on Degrassi, and then he did his thing with the music. Do you think he'll find his way into something else, like maybe fashion, etc.? What do you think? Give us a call one eight five five two six two six three two eight. That's one eight five five Amanda eight. Coming up next, we got our Black History segment called "They Did That." We're gonna highlight a black inventor next on the Amanda Seal Show, and this is something I didn't even know. The Amanda Seal Show. We what you know about black history? It's the Amanda Seal Show, and they did that. This is a part of history, man. Taco Tuesday on the Amanda Seal Show, and today, unfortunately, is the last day of Black History Month. But we celebrate Black History Month 365, 366 on a leap year around mm-hmm. here at the Amanda Seal Show. And today, we're about to do another segment called They Did That, highlighting black inventors. And this is somebody that I ain't had no idea about this, Amanda. Who are we talking about today? William H. Richardson. Okay. Thanks to black inventor William H. Richardson, he made a huge improvement to the baby carriage that would make children more amenable to sleeping in the carriage. You see, he decided to create the stroller so that it could be shaped more like a symmetrical basket than a shell. And this new design made it easier for parents and nannies to move it around 360 degrees compared to only 90 degrees. And the biggest part of Richardson's change to the baby carriage was that it was also reversible. So it made it possible to have anyone pushing the baby face them instead of facing in the opposite direction. Because of this man, Baby carriages and strollers became one more affordable and in turn gave middle class families the ability to buy them during the 1900s. And two, it allowed for babies to be more comfortable in their actual carriage. So the next time you're taking the baby out for a stroll in the park, on the streets, next time someone is helping you carry that stroller up the steps in the subway, it might be best to keep inventor William H. Richardson in mind. And let me tell you, I'm always thinking about like, what's the black ass reason somebody invented this? Who was taking care of all the babies? The black folks. (laughs) So I feel like he knew somebody, whether it was his wife or a friend or a family member that was complaining like these babies, I can't, I'm trying to take care of the baby, pushing the stroller. The stroller is not practical. I I need it to be, I need it to operate this way so I can do the job better. And he was like, I got this. And also, you know, I'm going to help you so that the baby sleep more so that you can be resting more on the job and you don't got to be all up and about and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Cause you know, to be working this, to be working this. So shout out to William H. Richardson as we wrap up Black History Month. We salute him and the number of inventors that we spotlighted this month. And thank you, all ancestors and the people who are still here for the inventions that made life so much easier. Now, Nails, you were saying that like it's like we invented everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you and made if we a didn't point. invent it, we made it better. Yeah, but you made a great point. You was like, you know why we did it? Because we was the ones doing all the jobs. <laughs> yes. Street sweeper. Yeah. Like, let's just automate this so that we don't got to be the ones making the sweeping of the street. You know, like the cotton gin. They, 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 they say that that's Eli Whitney. But you know that the slaves invented the cotton gin. Facts. Okay. You know that. Jameson. What was it? Is it James? What is it? Jameson? Jack Daniels. We, Uncle Nearest, right? Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. You know? Yeah. Let's get all these, let's get on, let's get mess and everybody to fall asleep so we can relax. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Brew it up. Brew it up. <laughs> what we got coming up next? <laughs> coming up next, we talk to our awesome listeners, all right? 855-AMANDA-8. Again, that's 855-262-6328. The ladies are burning up the phone lines on this IG clip topic that we did 
with the rich auntie being just a woman who doesn't want to settle down. We'll get more of your comments and we'll go to the phone lines <laughs> on the Amanda Seal Show. Black, black. Now you're in the know. People got to respect the legacy. Tell a friend to tell a friend they did that. I'm black, 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 black. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. And we love hearing your calls. As you know, Amanda loves hearing you guys chime in on everything we talk about on this show. At 855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6328. If you're listening on the show or the podcast, the phone lines are always open for you. And you guys keep commenting on this IG clip, this topic that we brought up. Is the rich auntie just a woman who doesn't want to settle down? 855-AMANDA-8. Let's go to the phones real quick. The rich aunties do want to settle down. We do want children. We do want husbands. We want to be taken care of and catered to and and housewives and all of that as well. We just didn't do it when we were in our early 20s. We were living our best lives. We were going to college. We were upgrading ourselves to a standard that we expect these men to be. So it's not like that's not what we want. We have a different expectation, a different standard. And these men out here, trash intimidated, nah. ain't stepping up to the plate, just worthless. Hey, Amanda. Mm. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> she clowned y'all. Dang. She said just worthless. I won't agree with that completely, but I will say this. We know that there definitely is a shifting that is still happening with a lot of men in really just being okay with the fact that there are women who can handle their own. I remember like back in July of last year, like TD Jakes had done like an entire like sermon to a room of men about how like women are being raised like men to be capitalists and women are being raised like men to have ambition in corporate America. When they tell you that they don't need you because they can buy their own car, why would you want to be there? And it was like, pump the brakes, Jakes. Okay. Pump the brakes. The truth is, is that you as a woman if you're choosing independence, like you're going to need somebody who is really secure. And we live in a patriarchal society that does not teach men how to be secure without having like these other outside things. But I thought she brought up a real good point, which is that like, it's no, it's not like we all want to be single. Like that's just a different, we're just in a dip. We just handled our life process differently, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is different than the callers who have called in. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I agree with her saying like out there, you know, me and you both have said this on the show in previous episodes that the dating pool out here is not the best. It's trash compared to the dating pool that we've gotten in previous years. But when she just saying like all men are trash, not, no, hold on, hold on now, because I'm a single man. I think she's saying who, like all men that she has encountered. I OK, mean, maybe OK. Straight me. I mean, to be honest, you know, but, but, but to her point, Nails, it's not like you're trying to settle down with nobody. That's real. I'm the rich uncle. Well, the broke uncle, but I'm the fun uncle. (laughs) I ain't trying to settle down no time. I mean, that's not a plan for my, then you would be considered trash for her because you are not interested in the same thing that she would be interested in, in terms of like a commitment. But I would be considered trash, even though I'm a good guy. Yeah, but you're a good guy for what purpose? Like, because you're not, like, cheating? No, nah, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be considered trash to her because I don't want to settle down with her? No, because you don't want to settle down at all. You're not interested in a committed relationship. Hey, if I, if I end so up seeing So it's hard it, to be in a dating pool. It's hard to be in a dating pool with people who don't... Well, because a lot of people are, like, a lot of men are not interested in even opening their minds to that. Like, they're just like, nah, like, I'm out here. 
But no, and and that's that's not me. I'm I'm out here, but I know if I'm not looking for it, because a lot of my friends who are in great committed relationships, they weren't out here looking. It just happened. It swept them off their feet. They fell in love. The person they're in love with, she literally matched everything that he needed in him. They make him better. Everything. I know eventually that's going to happen to me, but I'm not looking for that right now. I know it's going to happen eventually, but I'm not searching for it high and low like a lot of people are. That's the extreme. I'm not saying that you're looking for it, but I'm saying like there's a difference between saying I'm available for something and saying like, oh, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I'm just yeah. having a good time. Got you. Got you. I see what you're Yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. definitely know people that are like, nah, like if that came my way, I would not be interested and I would shut it down because that's not where my head is at. Both men, women, everybody. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I rebuke thee. <laughs> well, what do y'all think? Hit us up. 1-855-262-6328. That's 1-855-262-6328. I want to hear from the brothers, too. So give us a call. Uh, coming up next, a black Texas couple bought up the Blidock. For black-owned businesses. Woo, this is what we mean. This is what we mean by community. We're going to talk about it. Plus, we got our big up let down. So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine. Hope everybody is having a great day. Welcome to the show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Make sure follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals and check me out on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Nails, what's good with ya? I'm chilling. You can follow me at DJ Nails with a Z on Instagram as well. And remember, you can also listen to full episodes of this show wherever you get your podcast. Just type in the Amanda Seal Show and Small Doses as well. Amanda's other podcast. I'm a podcasting fool, y'all. Look at that. Look at that. And I have a third one that's just cooking up. It's percolating in my head. Like I, I literally woke up out my sleep last night and started writing a list of all of the topics that could be said on that podcast. So look out, y'all. I might be coming at you. And I had a homegirl who runs a, a production company for film, and she hit me up. And I had told her about, like, a movie idea I had, like, a year and a half ago. And she hit me up and was like, let's do the movie. Uh-oh. And I was like, wait, what? Hey, look at what? you. Hey, like, look at you. Do it. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, let me put something together for you. Y'all, I ain't never wrote a script, but I guess I better start figuring out. I never wrote a movie script. I never wrote a movie script. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, we shall see what we got coming up with Black Urit News, y'all. What we got coming up? Well, we could be celebrating if you have student loan debt because Biden's student loan debt forgiveness plan it goes before the Supreme Court today. So we might be getting some good news. Who knows? You know what? I'm gonna Jesse Jackson. I'm gonna keep my hope alive because there's no reason not to. What else do we have going on? We file this under things we love to see a Black Texas couple. They bought up the block for a bunch of Black-owned businesses. This is dope. I think this is really great. And uh, as we see what's going on in this nation, it is imperative that black folks continue to build community and stick together. So we're going to talk about what their plans are. So stick around for that. I don't know why I'm tongue tied. I'm tongue tied. Um, You know what? But when a real friend speaks, you need to listen. I think this this uh, segment when we get to it is going to make you tongue tied because a friend talked to their friend the way that you should want your friend to talk to you. So we're going to get into that. We also have the big up. Big up, big up. Let down. 
So find out who's going to get the blows and who's going to get the props right here on The Amanda Seal Show. Listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. Amanda Seal Show. Hey, hey, hope everybody's having a great Tuesday, or as uh, Nails likes to always call it, a Taco Tuesday, Ta- which every time he says it, then I'm like, ooh, am I craving tacos? Mm. You're in the land of a bunch of but tacos. But I'm not. <laughs> I am. I'm in California. It's like, the sky's the limit when it comes to tacos out here. Sky is the limit. But there's, you know, don't get me wrong, though, even though sky's the limit, I still love Taco Bell. I know that's sacrilegious when there are, like, real tacos around here because there's a whole Mexican community, but I'm just being honest. Just being honest. All right, please tell us what's going on with the Supreme Court today. Oh, let's jump right into it. So the, uh, President Biden's student loan forgiveness, it gets heard today by the Supreme Court. And all of us that are still paying or not paying our student loans back, we can see up to $20,000 of debt canceled depending on the hearing and usually the supreme court hearings they come out at the end of the term so we won't really know until like late june early july i'm excited about it because well if it happens i'm still in a lot of student debt so a student loan debt so you know it'd be a lot of relief for me i mean listen the issue is that there are people who feel like this should not be allowed to happen because they are saying that the president is exercising power outside of his means that he is moving an executive uh, pen, so to speak, in a direction that is further beyond this government's power. Now, there's a lot of us, though, who feel like at the end of the day, student loan debt being erased would create an incredible amount of opportunity for folks in this country and would be an actual move in the right direction economically. There are people who feel like, well, who's going to pay the debt? How is this going to get paid off? Now, to my knowledge, it's going to be uh, something done by taxes. I think I may be incorrect with that. So I need to do more research on how it's going to get paid off. But regardless, let me just say this, because there were a lot of people who are like, I don't want to be paying off somebody else's taxes. Somebody, sorry, somebody else's student loan. I have no issue paying taxes as somebody who's in a certain tax bracket that will help other people be able to be free of student loan debt. And in the future, prevent student loan debt from piling up the way it has. It is crippling. It is very problematic for people, even physicians like doctors are literally like starting practices, having to pay student loan debt. And guess what? If they're having to think about money in that way, when they begin to practice, that means that they're not going to be able to conduct their business the same way in terms of like attending to their patients because they got to see more patients to get more money. You understand? Mm -hmm. It always trickles down. Yep. That trickles down. So, you know, that's how I feel about that. But we'll see what happens. And hopefully the Supreme Court will surprise us because they have been incredibly predictable in their whackness for their past few rulings. What else we got coming up? Well, well, I'm sorry, this, what else we got next? Uh, file this under things you love to see. A black Texas couple over in Lot, Texas, Dr. Tercia and Derek Hubert. They jumped through hoops because the original owners did not want to sell this whole block of this block of buildings, basically that were ravaged during the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Some of them ended up going out of business or whatnot, but they bought these whole block right. of businesses and they're opening it up and they want to be black owned and operated, man. This is dope stuff to see. This is what we need to be doing in our community. 
Yeah, I mean, this is in Lot, Texas. And I've been hearing like little stories about stuff like this in different places, right? I think it was in D.C. where I saw they opened up like a whole shopping center for black owned businesses. Um, I believe Atlanta, same thing. So I'm great to see. I'm happy to see this. Now, one thing I want to always keep in mind, though, is that we need to not only be creating these spaces for black owned businesses, but we also need to be securing them. And I think that's something that we need to remember. We need to learn from history. We have seen in the past that whenever black folks create spaces for black commerce, to thrive, for black economy to elevate, we become targets. So what we need to do this go around, because history does repeat itself. So once this is created and it becomes thriving and like successful, it will become a target. But this time we're not going to be caught sleeping. That's what I'm trying to say. So what we need to do is make sure that when they create this community, we also make sure that it is armed and that it is protected. And they are looking to make this like a retirement community, Nails. So they want this to be a place where people can retire. I guess it's kind of like Black Boca. Book of Black, yeah, so they have Boca. like <laughs> they currently have an event space in the salon. So they're looking to have a wing restaurant, a coffee shop, other eateries. And I, I was just thinking, you know, some other businesses that they're going to need if they want it to be a retirement community. They got to have a barbershop, an old school barbershop, right? Because right? yep. everybody goes sit in the barbershop. They got to have somewhere for spades. They got to have some type of spades <laughs> club, dominoes club, dice club. They got to have that. <laughs> And I think it's about time. Well, it's going to be time soon. They got to have a physician on hand that just reverses BBLs. I think it's going to be necessary. Man. I think it's going to be a lot of folks with the BBLs that are getting up there in age and hadn't planned, hadn't planned for how they hip, how they hips, the degenerative knees was going to handle all that. Yeah. So Miss Ethel going to have to go and get that BBL deflated. Got it. Yep. <laughs> That's the air going out of it. Gotta do that. Gotta do it. <laughs> now, coming up next, yesterday we talked about red flags when women don't have friends. Well, we're gonna play an example of a real friend. All right? When we come back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's Taco Tuesday, and this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Nails. That's Amanda Seals. And a lot of people chiming in on this one right here. Yesterday, we played uh, a lady who was trying to basically saying a lady who doesn't have friends is a red flag. Well, this one right here is completely different. This is a lady who is talking to her friend and empowering her friend and raising her friend up. Listen to this. Man does not deserve you. He does not deserve your attention. He does not deserve your jealousy. He does not deserve anything from you. Rise above that. Walk in your greatness. Do you hear me? I hear you. You are better than that. And I'll be damned if you said anything below that. Do you hear me? I hear you. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let grown folks be grown folks, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say my truth because I'm obligated because I love you. That's pretty. As you should. Okay? As you That's should. my tough love, and I'm I sorry it if it off. came off as rough. Uh, no, you're good. All right. Okay. Love yourself. Now, I'm not sure why they felt the need to share that with us on the Instagram, but nonetheless... I understand it. You know why I understand it, DJ Nails? Because I did it yesterday to a friend as well. Oh, damn. Same damn speech yesterday. <laughs> yes, because they, they were seeing somebody and it broke off and I had to build them up, you know, because it gets really, really tough out here. And you start doubting yourself and like, maybe I'm never going to get what I want, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, no, no. That's not how it's going to go. Because listen, man's rejection is God's protection. And I just, when I say man, I mean human. Human's rejection is God's protection. You need to stay focused and manifesting and moving in your purpose. Like, listen, I always say in my stand up, I do a whole bit about like different types of friends. You got to have the cheerleader friends, y'all. 
You got to have the cheerleader friend that's going to be like, what? They are undeserving. You know, that's the friend that when you go to do a job interview, they like, they not interviewing you, you interviewing them. Hello. <laughs> like everybody <laughs> needs that. Everybody needs that. So when we're talking about like friend trauma, et cetera, I think it's great that we were able to show you an example of what it is when you have somebody really behind you and like really supporting you. You feel me? So hit us up. Give us on the phone lines. one 262 one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Do you support your friends like that? How do you how do you really get behind your friends? You know, I did a whole seminar when I was in Kenya where we talked about like victory and trauma and like how do you respond to that when your friends hit you and tell you that they got some good news? What do you say to them? How do you show love? I want to hear you. Hit me up. One eight five five Amanda eight. Coming up next, we got the big up, big up. where I'm gonna show love and the let down where I'm gonna deal out some blows. So stick around right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up, let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Let down. Let down. Taco Tuesday. You know we love these days right here, man. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Nails, and it is time for the Big Up Letdown, where we're about to salute somebody for doing something super dope, and somebody is about to get the blows for doing something whack. Let's kick it off. Amanda Seals. Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to Harvard Law professor who taught the Obamas, Charles James Ogletree Jr., getting a courthouse named after him in California's agricultural heartland. So family members and supporters all attended the ceremony, naming the Merced County Courthouse to honor Charles James Ogletree Jr., his contributions to law, to education, and civil rights. I mean, this is a man who represented Anita Hill when she accused Clarence Thomas of sexual harassment during his Supreme Court confirmation hearings in 91. And are y'all ready for this? He defended Pac in criminal and civil cases. Yes. And he fought, although unsuccessfully, he fought for reparations for members of Tulsa, Oklahoma's black community who survived the 1921 race massacre by white people. So this brother right here is a legend. He is an icon and he is somebody who we need to actually give more credit to when while he's here. 70 years old, did all of that. And now he has a courthouse in California's agricultural heartland named for him. So congratulations to Charles James Ogletree Jr. for getting a courthouse named after him and getting the... Big up, big up. Now it's time to get to the... Let down. From one legend to another legend. Now, Teddy Riley, we know him as the creator of the New Jack Swing, okay? We know him from Black Street, Buy Me Love. We know him from Rex and Effect, Rump Shaker. Ooh, Rump Shaker. We also know him from Guy. I like. Well, we also know him from that Versus with, ba- with Babyface where his internet was never working properly. <laughs> it was but... Today's letdown is the fact that he posted a video of an interview with Tucker Carlson that featured a black man unloading on Joe Biden for a shockingly racial comment where he said that America still wants lynchings. And that's not an incorrect statement. My issue with the letdown is the fact that one, Teddy Riley posted a video of Tucker Carlson as if he is of some legitimacy or merit or value to anyone and two he put a video of a black man being up there lying speaking absolute untruths and them two going along with it and then he agreed with it 
It's not like he put it up there to be like, you see this foolishness? You see this trash? He put it up there and then agreed with it. I'm telling you, y'all, we got to wake up. Wake up because some of y'all do not know what you are talking about. And then some of y'all do know what you're talking about. You're just talking very anti-black rhetoric and supporting anti-black rhetoric. So if you want to go see the video I'm talking about, go to Teddy Riley page and make sure you comment that I sent you and that this is nonsense and that he needs to take it down and he needs to read some books because he is absolutely doing some problematic stuff by supporting this type of language. That is today's Let Down. Anything to add now? Nah, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone because I'll go on a rant. (laughs) I will go on a rant. All right. Well, we'll be right back with more of the Amanda Seals Show and a rant-free nails. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 855-AMANDA-8. All right, 855-262-6328. That's the phone number to call us up anytime because we love hearing from you over here at the Amanda Seals Show. And you can chime in anytime you hear any of the conversations you want to jump in, all right? We have a caller who's commenting on the story we did yesterday, a Twitter user who asked, is it a red flag if a woman does not have friends? 855-AMANDA-8. What do you got to say? Hey, Amanda. I mean, I don't necessarily think that not having friends is a red flag. I think it depends on when you try a little bit more and then find out if they don't have friends because they have decided to keep their circle empty or small for a specific reason, or if they don't have friends because people have cut them off, you know? I think you do need to kind of do some investigative work with anybody that you've decided to kind of become close to. It's important to protect your energies and make sure that you are asking those questions with anybody that you are possibly going to go into a relationship with. And a friendship is a relationship. Have a great day. Thanks for the show. It's always wonderful. Love listening. Thank y'all. She's right. I mean, listen, my next door neighbors, like when we met, I needed to know within like the first... I didn't need to know, but it came out like within the first 10 minutes of conversation, like what their politics were, where they stand on Black Lives Matter, like how they feel about Trump. Like they was even like, we are pro-Palestine. Like, I mean, it was just like, bop, 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 bop. And I knew from that point forward, like, oh, we going to be good. And and adult friendships, it's like, I don't even have time to waste. I'm trying to figure you out. Do yep. we do we align or do we not? Yep. Facts. Do we align or do we not? You know? So I like what she had to say, and I appreciate her giving a call. one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 855 Now, coming up next, we're going to continue a week-long look at the NAACP Image Awards. I'm also going to put together a little fashion commentary on the Image Awards that you can check out on my Insta Grizzles on my Patreon, The Amandaverse. Because, you know, I asked and people said they wanted it. So, you know what? I'm here for the people. So I will take the time to do it. <laughs> Keep it like right here. We got more for you with the Amanda Seals Show. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals Show. We 
up, we up, we up. I said it yesterday and I'm going to say it again, y'all. I'm going to do a full version of that song and maybe even a music video. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, creativity. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Joined by DJ Nails, and we got to get into some Black Hero news for y'all. We got some things to update you on. This is a mess. Talking about 1.8 million gallons of contaminated waste has been removed from the toxic train derailment that happened in East Palestine, Ohio. Mm, mm, mm. Now, the question for me is like, yes, it's been removed from the site, but has it been removed from East Palestine? So we're going to get into that. What else we got going on? Uh, We continue our week-long look at the NAACP Image Awards as Benjamin Crump. He won the NAACP's Social Justice Impact Award. Shout out to Ben Crump. Shout out to Ben Crump. And shout out to Ben Crump's social media team who was like, you know what? I don't think Amanda has seen this speech. And I had seen the speech. And that's why I decided I'm going to play it right here on the show. So we're going to get a listen to what Ben Crump had to say when he accepted his award at the NAACP Image Awards. Also, y'all, they say America... Mm -mm. Marriage is on the decline here in the U.S. And we got to talk about why. I mean, when we got all these songs like Sneaky Links and uh, Situationships (laughs) and all that, you get to understand that, you know, a lot of folks are looking at commitment with a side eye. So we're going to talk about what the reality of that is. Also, we're going to feature our Black Inventor of the Day because our They Did That segment for Black History Month is going to be happening right here. Stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seals Said It and give us a call 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, Laugh and Learn is the Amanda Seals Show. What am I doing? Well, what am to, I doing? I was, I was about to. Do, you heard it, right? Welcome back. Like, what are we doing? Okay. <laughs> this is the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. That was a mess. And let's talk about the mess going on in East Palestine. Well, we know how much contaminated waste has been cleaned up over there from that toxic derailment over in East Palestine. 1.8 million gallons. 1.8 million gallons, right? And officials are saying it's being processed at two EPA-certified sites in Ohio, and then it's going to be shipped to Texas and Michigan for disposable. Here's more drama for you right here, where we say messy. Texas and Michigan, like, ain't nobody tell us that they was disposing this over here. <laughs> they looking like Nene, like, how we get in it? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> how we get in it? See, that's the thing. It's like, we're making all of this toxic waste and there is no real safe way to dispose of it, right? Like there's not like there are places on earth that they can dispose of it that's not going to affect people. It does in some shape, way or form, even if it's disposed of in a place that people don't inhabit. The, you know, precipitation is when the clouds are drawing up from the water that's on the ground. It goes in the clouds, the clouds move and then the clouds precipitate and they rain. And now the acid and the toxins that have been pulled into the clouds have been shifted across to a new space and dropped down. They said at this point in the earth, there is no clean rainwater. At this point, they said there's no such thing as clean rainwater because the water worldwide has been contaminated so much that the clouds are precipitating problematic water. And so know that this does not make that any better. So we're going to keep you posted about what's going on with East Palestine and, uh, you know, how things are shaping up. Because at one point they said it may have gotten into the Ohio River, the Ohio Mm -hmm. River Basin, which, of course, 
going to affect way more folks than just East Palestine. So we'll keep you abreast of that. Uh, Now, if you didn't watch the NAACP Awards this weekend, we want to put you on to a winner that may not have gotten the same uh, shine, but definitely should get the same platform as all the celebrities that you saw. Yeah, the man who always speaks up and speaks out in the face of racial injustice and civil rights. And I don't hold it against him that he graduated from FAMU because, you know, I'm a wildcat. (laughs) Benjamin Crump, man, he was honored this past weekend at the NAACP Awards and he won a major, major, major award. Listen to what he had to say. I promise I will use this social justice award as greater incentive to fight against the legalized genocide of colored people and vow never to stop fighting racism and discrimination when it rears its ugly head. And so I will continue to fight in the court of law, in the court of public opinion. And now that they are trying to ban our most celebrated black authors and AP African-American studies, we must advocate for our children and our culture in the classrooms and demand, demand that they acknowledge that the teaching of black history matters. That's right. That's right. Shout out to Ben Crump. Definitely a freedom fighter and somebody who we have seen, um, you know, really, I feel like in the past few years become a face at the forefront of these cases for civil rights, you know, for police brutality and really like showing up on the scene to say, no, I'm going to be here and lend my services in the tradition of like Johnny Cochran. Right. And of uh, we saw earlier today, the big up went to Charles James Ogletree Jr., who was another civil rights behemoth in the law space. So shout out to Ben Crump. And I really enjoyed that speech and really appreciate what he says and what he does. And congrats to all the winners at the NAACP Awards, even though I was not invited (laughs) you ain't gonna let that one up (laughs) i'm really not i'm really not because i feel like that is a crazy oversight coming up next we're gonna talk about why marriage seems to be on decline in the united states Mm -hmm. and nails has some reasons some theories that we're gonna get into so stick around it's the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up Amanda Seals, and though I am in a committed relationship, I am not married, like so many others in America. Nails says Whoa. that Americans are increasingly delaying marriage, which is a dramatic shift from societal norms a generation ago. They're saying that over the last 50 years, the marriage rate in the U.S. has dropped by 60 percent. That's a lot. That's over half the country. So the, one of the people who did the study said that it used to be that like you got married to like enter into adulthood. Whereas now it's becoming like the last step into adulthood. And I can definitely agree to that. Like, I feel like marriage is no longer like where you start. It's like where you're ending. And you, you Mm -hmm. were saying, uh, we were talking off the air about it and nails had some, some real genuinely accurate reasons. Well, I feel like people are not tying the knot and jumping that broom like they used to. Yeah. I mean, I feel like social media is one of the reasons. Also, trust. People's trust is dropped because of social media. Yeah, but why social media? Because you just can't trust. Like, you just can't trust so much people, like, in their relationships. Because you're seeing a lot of reasons why a lot of people are breaking up in 2023 is because of something that happened on social media or 
something social media was a catalyst to continue to stay with somebody who keeps you know acting an ass on social media i don't know why but (laughs) and the biggest thing i feel is like a lot of people feel like we have to make sure our things are all on point before we jump into a marriage like finances oh my gosh we want to make sure that we're all financially straight before we make that commitment to jump into a relationship, which that bears a a lot too, a lot of financial responsibility, a wedding and a marriage. You know what I mean? I think a lot of it too is that as women have been able to forge our own paths and have more access to education, to jobs, to our own money, marriage is no longer a requirement for women to be able to have success and stability Mm -hmm. in this society. That was literally the only way. I mean, women couldn't even have their own checking account until the seventies. Do you know how recent that is until the seventies? You could not have your own checking account simply because you were a woman that is bonkers. Like they used to be able to tell your husband, like what you were talking about in therapy simply because he was your husband. So in terms of women being able to have autonomy and independence, it's like, well, if I don't have to get married in order to feel secure, in order to be able to chart my own course, then Why? So many of our grandparents and our parents were not married for love. They were married because it was the way things were. We were manicized that that's not the truth. But they said that the number of women entering their first marriage between the ages of 40 and 59 has jumped 75% since 1990. Yep. So they said, expect, expect far fewer 50th anniversary parties in the future. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. You know, I think it all comes down to the fact that also like there's a true reality that if you're going to get married, you want to stay married. And I think a lot of folks are being a lot more realistic about making that commitment to somebody before they can truly make that commitment. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. Now, coming up next, we have our black history segment. They did that where we spotlight a black inventor. And let me tell you all, this is yet another one of those surprises where we're like, what? We invented that. That's right. That's right. That's right. Coming up next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Yo, happy Taco Tuesday. And we love hearing from you over here at the Amanda Seals Show. Call us up, man. Save us in your phone book. All right. Save it under Amanda Seals Show. All right. 855-AMANDA-8. 855-262-6328 in your phone book. And you can call in anytime even when we're off the air, right? We got a caller on the phones right now, matter of fact, who's responding to a story that we covered last week about the guy who was respectfully rejected in a nice way. 855-AMANDA-8. What you got to say, call? Hi, I just want to share my story about how I rejected somebody that wanted to be my boyfriend. I told them that, listen, I honestly have another dude for real, but the best thing I could really give you is to be honest with myself and the type of people that I'm interacting with because that's the best thing you can get somebody's honesty. Like we already got a bunch of people telling us that, oh, I don't got a girl or I don't got a man or anything like that. But we end up getting in trouble with other people because of other people's lies. So the best thing really you can do is be honest with that person. Mm, honesty. Listen, this is like 
one of my favorite th- calls. Like y'all are calling in, telling us like how you let people down easy. Listen, because I feel like we we have so many radio shows that really just be leaning on like being mean and like how can we be stank and how can we like focus on the negative. So it's like, okay, how can we focus on the positive but still be interesting? And I really feel like these are very interesting because I'm I'm fascinated by the ways in which y'all are telling people, I don't want to be with you. <laughs> I don't really like you. <laughs> <laughs> she just taught you see how much words she uses now look how many like, she was like because i feel like the honesty we got to be the truth and the honesty to everybody <laughs> like, no. when and at the, the end of the day it was like I, I just ain't really feeling you like that the one yesterday that called in yesterday oh my god like mm-hmm. literally nailed it she was like I, i'm sorry but I, I wish there was a version of me that would fulfill everything that you need but i'm sorry I see you as a friend. I was like, damn, okay. Because <laughs> it's a tough thing to realize. You're just like, damn, I don't want to put your in my mouth. And so we're never going to be more than buddies. Wow. <laughs> That's a tough, when you hit that wall, you're like, ah. <laughs> it's just what it is, man. And you can't say that to the person. So you're like, how do I, how do I encapsulate that reality in a way that's not going to actually like obliterate your self-esteem? Well, you know, so, but there is something to say because I do feel like when you lead with that kindness, that's your karma. You're making some good karma. Mm-hmm. You're clocking in some good karma and you're going to get some good karma back. So remember that. Remember that, y'all. Give us a call. Share your stories with us. one 262 Please tell us a story about how you rejected somebody in a nice way. one 262 Coming up next, Nick Cannon, who rejects nobody, continues his <laughs> apparent plan to populate the planet. More on that coming up on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all. We are here at the Amanda Seal show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Rockin' with you. Remember, you can follow me at Amanda Seals on Instagram. You can follow me on uh, YouTube at Amanda Seals TV and you can follow us at Seals Said It, wherever you do your social media thing. Nails, what yep. do we have coming up this final hour of the show? Oh, we about to get into this story right here. A lot of people have been talking about this on social media over the weekend. The corny conversation continues. What do you define corny to be? Corny. Ooh, this is one of my favorites, guys. <laughs> I, I use corny so often. I have to say it just like that, like a real New Yorker. Corny. All right. But what there is a difference is there is a difference between corny and a cornball. Okay, so that's a cornball A N word. Okay, that's that's there's a difference, and I'm gonna break that difference down. Okay, I'm gonna break it on down, break break, break it on down. Yes, like Beat Street when we come back. So stick around for that. Plus, Nick Cannon he continues his apparent plan to populate the planet. (laughs) Damn. I would love to have a news story about Nick Cannon actually doing something like creative. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, having babies ain't creative. Uh, You know get. Uh, no, it's not. It's very basic. <laughs> um, 
Ah, oh, man, Nick. Come on, bro. Anyways, we got the big up let down. So make sure you stick around to find out who is going to get the props and who's going to get the blows. We got all that and more. So make sure you stick around right here and give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. This is where you're going to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. We got to talk about this topic because everybody's talking about it. And so we had to step in. So let's get into the corny combo. So basically what went viral this weekend was Michael B. Jordan. He was on the red carpet for this Creed movie, the premiere or whatnot. And he ran into someone who we felt kind of tortured him back in the day and called him corny. And he called her out. But this is actually the audio clip of what Michael B. Jordan heard with them calling him corny. Check this out. You know what I really think deep down inside? I think that Michael B. Jordan is just like a nice, corny guy. And I don't mean that as a slight, right? I mean, we all know that the nice, corny guys treat you the best. So that was L'Oreal. And I guess that's what he was referring to. But I really feel like I don't know why he would feel some type of way. She literally said it's not a slight and made being corny a complimentary thing. Nonetheless, they went to high school together. And I guess the corny statement had a different ring when she was calling him corny in high school. But this brings an interesting combo to the table. What is considered corny? Okay, what is considered corny? What do y'all consider to be corny behavior? Now, I will tell you this. I consider to be a difference, Nails. There's one thing to be corny. It's another thing to be a cornball, okay? Ooh. Corny can really just be like, you know, a dude who's not like sexy. He may not be like suave mente. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he is a little bit of a klutz. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he's not like a jokester. You know, he's kind of like doofy. Da, 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 da. He's like <laughs> corny. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not really leading with bravado. And to be honest, I agree with what she was saying. Like that is usually the bruh that's going to take care of you the best. Like the corny cats who are not riding off of like all of this uh, arrogance, et cetera, they usually get kind of pegged as like weak or whack, but they really be coming from a real place. Now, cornballs, cornballs is different, all right? Cornballs is the, is the lames, is the ones who do just corny behavior. Like they, they lie or they, they do sideways stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like they do shady behavior. They gossip. They, 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 they move in a funny manner. Like I can feel my character, MC Checkerhole coming out right now as I talk about it. Like, yo, I can't stand a cornball. You know what I'm saying? Like them, the cats that just come on the block and everybody like, yo, I got to go inside. Like a cornball is a snitch. A cornball is the one who's trying to push up on your girl when you busy at work like that's a cornball like they just muddying up the situation you know what i'm saying like that's not it that's not it and so you know there's that there's that now okay but apparently this is actually not l'oreal speaking that was her co-host they sound very very similar dominique that that was was dominique that was dominique the diva and l'oreal was happy to be on that yeah, so, you know, he probably couldn't tell the difference between who was talking, which is why when he saw L'Oreal, he thought it was her and was like, yeah, I'm corny, right? I'm corny, right? And I will say this. If he's responding to that clip, then him being upset about it? on ball behavior, fam. Come on, B. Come on. <laughs> By the way, I just want to point out how we just ended up on 125th in New York. <laughs> Just that fast when you talking. Yeah, nah, we in the Bronx, fam. We in the Bronx. We in the Bronx. We in the Bronx. Shout out to Fordham Road. We in the Bronx. 
right. Well, tell us your thoughts. 1-855-262-6328. That's 1-855-262-6328. All right. Coming up next, Nick Cannon continues to impregnate people, which I consider to be really irresponsible. But what do I know? It's just my show. The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and I have not been impregnated by Nick Cannon. Nails? Surprise. And neither have I. either. There's only two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Two of us. Please, please. Indulge the folks because I know they want to know about this. Tell them well, what's going on. and we bring it up, Nick Cannon, about impregnating people is not because we're about to break some news that he just got another baby on the way, but don't plan on him stopping having kids anytime soon. And let me add, Nick Cannon's 12 kids could possibly end up being big brothers and big sisters even more because he said he's leaving it all up to God <laughs> as to when he's going to stop having these children. Amanda's face. Why y'all be being God in your <laughs> time? You know what I'm saying? I just feel like people stay bringing God in it. Like, nah, like you have choice. You know what I'm saying? Like you have choice. Like that's the whole thing. It's like, according to the Christian values, you are provided with the capability to make choices about your life. God is the guidance. You know what I'm saying? But you are the one who's driving the ship. If you on the boat and you see the iceberg, you can't just be like, God, take us away. No, God gonna be like, you better steer left. You better steer left. What you doing? Man, I don't know. I just think that's a cop out. That's a cop out. But he says, you know, people say that it's Time management and energy management, he says, as long as we're all on the same page and we all got the same goal to be the best parents we can possibly be, that works. And then if it's the scheduling, it's the scheduling, blah, 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 blah. He says, despite what outsiders think, he has no plans of shielding himself from more children. Well, you know, I got to tell you, there's no way that one person can be an effective parent to 12 children in different homes. And screaming out time management. No. I don't care who you are or how much money you have. That's just not feasibly possible. And even if all the moms all live in a cul-de-sac together, there's still just a level of irresponsibility here that gets my goat. But, you know, we shall see. What do you all think? Not that I really care in this case, but, you know, give us a call. one 855 That's one 855 amanda Because if, so- if somebody calls and is like, well, if he got the money, I'm hanging up. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, we have the Figgle, Figgle. Don't go anywhere, it's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, it's time to check on out. We're going to head on out of here, y'all. It's been a great Tuesday. We talked about all types of things. If you missed out on it, don't sweat it. All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast, type in The Amanda Seal Show, and you can catch on up. And our phone lines are open 24-7. So even if you catch up tonight, you can still give us a call if the spirit moves you to tell me and nail something that's on your mind. All you got to do is call 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. What's coming up on the show tomorrow, DJ Nails? Coming up tomorrow, we got one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas calling in to tell us that she's pregnant. I'm just joking. No, we don't. We don't, y'all. We don't. All right. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. Coming up tomorrow on Wednesday's show, we'll have all your Black Eric news, plus the big up letdown, plus Lil Wayne says to Jay-Z, I'm better in an all-time rapper debate. Plus, we will unpack this and more tomorrow on the Amanda Seals show. Mm, yeah, and I'll let you know if I agree or not. 
If you miss any part of the show, remember to check out your podcast. Remember to check out your podcast. Y'all, I'm Amanda Seals. Please remember that we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. Enjoy the rest of your day. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.